part of a program entitled Awakening Through COVID-19. In today's episode, I will be speaking with Charles Lavoie. Charles is 92 years old and has lived in Nelson Road in Chingford since 1957. Welcome, Charles. Thank you very much for coming on to this, this program. So I just want to check in to see how you're doing today, the 10th of May, 2020. Well, I, uh, I've had lots of practice at this because I've lived on my own for 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a vast difference, although it, 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 there are some things that do make it more different and, and, and a little bit more difficult. I, uh, I, I miss the close contact with my sons and I particularly miss contact with my new great-granddaughter who was born in July last year mm. and I, 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 I was seeing her more often than I ever saw my grandchildren. I'm retired and there was plenty of time. So uh, th- th- those things I miss and but my sons ring me umpteen times a week. Right. It's not, it's not quite the same as, as, as a hug and a because I, I, I I do kiss my sons, actually, which is, I don't know if that's usual or not in families. It wasn't in my own family. I don't ever remember kissing my father, but I do kiss my sons and we hug. I I miss that, the close contact. Going going to see my, my, I mean, I see an awful lot of one of my sons who lives fairly locally. Mm-hmm. My other son, I always saw him. I tripped over there once a fortnight. I miss that too, but you have to get on with it, that's all. And I say on a day-to-day basis, I, I, I cope okay because I'm used to it. Right. That's good to know that you're coping okay. One of the questions that I was going to ask is what has been your experience during this time? And I think you've answered the question. Is there anything you'd like to add to that? Well. I find the news depressing. I, I don't read much of the news now, I must admit. Right. I, I, I go through, there's not even any sports news to read. No. And I, and, and I find that all very depressing because uh, one of my little daily routines was to sit in the armchair with my tablet, mm. two cups of tea in the morning, and, and read, read the papers. Well, I get no joy from that now because right. it's such gloomy news. It is. It's all the same. Mm. And, and, and I, 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 I stopped reading most of it because I do find it depressing. I mean, mm. uh, especially as I have no confidence that our <laughs> government knows what the hell it's doing. Right. And it, it just makes me more and more annoyed when I read through. Yeah, but there we are. There, let's. Uh, okay. So, is uh, if you were going to share three things that you've learnt during lockdown, what are those three things? Oh dear me! I don't know if I'm qualified to give advice on how to behave in lockdowns, but uh, well, I don't know. It I wouldn't just... see it. I wouldn't see it as advice. It's more of a uh, what have you learnt about yourself or the world. I think at my age, I'd already learned all I, all mm. I was ever going to learn about myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I do notice that 
somehow or the other during lockdown, I put off doing things far worse than, than I, I normally do because I, I'm a great procrastinator. In lockdown, it seems worse. I say to myself, why haven't you done that? Why haven't you got rid of that sort of thing? Right. Uh, and that I do find that um, uh, somehow or the other, the oh, I'll put that off till tomorrow factor worse during lockdown somehow. Right. Okay. But the, the, perhaps that's just me. I mean, I, I don't. I think generally things have slowed down for, for many people. Yes. Um, and and a, a lot of people have more time on their hands because they're not doing what they would normally do in terms of going yes, to work. Yes. What is your relationship like with the virus itself? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't worry too much about it, to tell you the truth. Mm. Um, if I get it, I get it. I'm at high risk, of course, with yes. my existing conditions. Mm. But I'm 92, and uh, what will be, will be. That's all I can say about that. I mean, my existing conditions are becoming life-limiting now. Right. You know, for many, many years they haven't been, but they are now, because as you get older, things mm. don't get better. And you live in a certain amount of discomfort a lot of the time. So the virus itself, well, all right, it doesn't bother me too much. I, I, I like to tell myself I, I'm not at really high risk mm. from it because I, I don't do my My son does all my shopping. Right. He brings it and leaves it on the doorstep. Mm. And, I, and I take it indoors and gingerly remove it from the packages and, and give it a wipe with I, I run some bleach in the in the kitchen sink and mm. wring out a cloth and mop everything with a cloth wrung out in bleach and, and that sort of thing so mm. I, I do take precautions because I mean <laughs> apart from all those carting off someone like me with, with COVID is a it, 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 it is a bind for a lot of people and I'm not not going to shrug it off, I would imagine. So I, I do take all the precautions. Yeah, wonderful. So that's, that, 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 that's the way I deal with the, the virus. Has, it, has there been anything that's helped you through this time, like music or art? I, I, don't, I somehow don't listen to music as much as I used to. I used to, listen, I used to have Radio 3 on every morning. Mm. for three or four hours but somehow I, I, I think that uh, <laughs> the, the funny thing is last year yeah or no the beginning of the, the very beginning of this year I was kitted out with hearing aids and, uh, and now I've got to the state where I, I don't like the sound of music with the hearing aids in <laughs> But now I don't like the sound of music with them out. So I'm in a quandary because I, I do believe that they need adjusting. And, and of course, I can't get them done while mm. the, the audio department only operates on the telephone. So perhaps it will be better then. So I don't listen to a lot of music, to, to, to be honest. I, mm. I, I do a lot of... Uh, I. I download and print out Guardian cryptic crossword puzzles, which I'm a bit addicted to. Okay. And, and I, I have started reading again. I found reading difficult for a lot of years, but I, I, I don't, I, 
I can't read novels somehow. I, I find right. it difficult to suspend an amount of belief. Right. That's just me. But I, I, I'm reading biographies. Okay. Uh, and crossword puzzles and stuff and playing games now and again on, on my tablet or my PC. Right. That right. sort of things. It's a limited life, but what can you do? Hmm. That's all. Okay. It's good that you have something and, and maybe the listeners would would kind of take up some of these suggestions if they're in the same yeah. boat. I know that this hasn't really affected your life much in terms of the way things were before, but yeah. do you think that, that there is a new normal for you in terms of your life? Would you change anything about the way you were living before? I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm really quite limited in what I can do now. You see, mm. you know, things like muscle strength. Yeah. And things like that. I, I, I can't see Matt being able to change my way of life. Right. When 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 the lockdown's out of the way. Okay. So that, that you know, for someone of my age, uh, that that's uh, there's no prospect of being able to change anything. I suppose in the mm. way I carry on. Do you have a feeling about how society might change? Well, I, I don't know really. Uh, I, I suspect that given time, old loyalties will return mm. and promises won't be kept. And right. I'm not a great optimist <laughs> okay. about the, the state of the nation. Right, but, right. But, uh, but the, 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 there we are, there we are. I... I, I I could hope that things will change, but I suspect that uh, we'll be back to the old order. As, you know, what mm. what changed after 2008? Yeah. Back to many of the ways and things that were all going to change then. But, and and I, I fear that that's what will happen then. Right. I can't get too excited because, you know, there's, <laughs> there's not enough years for it to affect me too much. But... Uh, uh, yes, I'm not an optimist about the way things might change for okay. the better. Okay. Well, I thank you for your honesty. I think that's well, key in this interview is to know what you're feeling and thinking. And I think that's important for people to hear because I don't think you're alone. <laughs> well, what would you like to see happen in the world when this is all over? Oh, dear me, dear me, dear me. What I would really like to see is national rivalries forgotten about and mm. international cooperation yeah. uh, come to the fore, but that's a, that's a bit of a forlorn hope, you know. I, I, I'd like you know, to find some sensible answers mm. to immigration. I mean, it, it's no good beating your breast about people from Africa wanted to come here. I mean, if we damn well made where they live, much more pleasant place to live, they wouldn't want to come here, would they? But is that going to happen? I don't know. But I think that's the answer to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, vast resources poured into doing something about Syria and mm. Ethiopia. 
Mm-hmm. And, and people would just wouldn't want to leave so much. Wouldn't they? Nobody wants to leave where they were born, really. No, no, they don't. But uh, that's, that's, that's the way the world is. And, mm. and that's, that's a forlorn hope. But <laughs> is there some wisdom that you'd like to share with the listeners? Oh, I don't know if I'm the one to come to for words of wisdom, Alice, but... Uh, well, I do, and it's uh, worked with me. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to your great-granddaughter? <laughs> I don't know what I would say to her. I, most of the things I said to my own children, mm. they took, took no notice yourself anyway so <laughs> I, I don't know what i would say to my great granddaughter and i and actually maybe that's your answer i don't know only, only, only silly things like don't believe everything that the boys say and <laughs> i don't i don't know what i would say to my granddaughter uh, mm. I, I i i don't suppose i'll be around when she's of an age to be receptive to anything i have to say anyway Mm. I mean, she's not 12 months old yet, and I'm 92, so... Oh, how lovely. <laughs> yeah, but she, she's a lovely child. Actually, we, 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 we... I don't know whether I should confess this, but my son was here doing the gardening. Right. And, and that's the new grandfather, and, and right. he, he phoned his daughter, mm. why don't you come over and we all sit on the patio at social distancing? I think that's allowed, Charles. Uh, and so uh, uh, my granddaughter brought my great-granddaughter around mm. in the pushchair, mm. uh, in the car and in the pushchair, and we sat out on my patio for an hour or so in the sunshine. How lovely. Uh, and um, we, we could make faces and chat at my great-granddaughter. That, that was quite a pleasure. That is lovely. And it, it actually, just just hearing you share that, it makes me wonder that, Maybe the wisdom that's coming from you is just to enjoy the moments that you can. Oh yes, uh, that's all you can do. Is uh, yeah, life isn't a trial for me. Uh, fortunately, as it is for a lot of people, it, mm. it's got it, it. It's got its nuisances, but they're nuisances. Mm. And 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 and, and uh, life is still okay for me. I suppose still okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I regret the things that I can't do. Yeah. The lack of energy and the lack of muscle power and mm. all those sorts of things. I, 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 well, I don't know. I almost resent them. But right. <laughs> right. otherwise, yeah, I get on okay. I can still get up the stairs. Yeah. And I remember I read somewhere, uh, you're not old while you can still put your trousers on standing up. Well, <laughs> <laughs> By that account, I'm not old, but I know I am. <laughs> but uh, there, there we are. There we are. Yeah. There we are. If there was a a song that that I could use, what would that song be? I've been out of tune with the pop world for at right. least seventy five years now. So okay, there's not much. One I'm very, very fond of, which you might find difficult to find, and it might sound a bit highbrow coming from me. Strauss's Four Last Songs, beautiful, beautiful music, and uh, I love that, I love that. But as I say, 
it may be a bit of a highbrow choice. So I just want to All thank right. you. I really, really appreciate your time. Okay. Yes, thank you very thank much. Thank you. So that was my conversation with Charles Lavoie, who is a 92-year-old local resident. It was insightful listening to Charles speak honestly about his experiences through this time.